I'm doing a podcast segment with Richard Son. What's up, buddy? What's up, Danny boy? How you doing? How you doing? Doing good, man. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm alright. I'm alright. I can't complain. I'm here, you know, looking up a couple sports facts, catching up. I gotta tell you, today I've uh, I've been behind. Okay. Yeah, I've been behind. It's fine. I got you. ESPN got you. All right, let's do this then. What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. It's your boy, Danny. And this is your boy, Rich. And welcome back to... Let's get down to it. We got them headlines. Top headlines. We got Lynch booed by Broncos fans. Ooh, how interesting. Preseason football coming down. Week three coming up. Week two just passed. And we got a little bit of uh, of uh, injuries to talk about, too. Yep. In both college and NFL. You got anything to throw in there, Richardson? Um. I find this one fascinating. Um, uh, some some coaches called Nick Saban a cheater. I find that one fascinating. They call who? Nick Saban. Oh, well, you already know how that is. Yeah, I find it fascinating. <laughs> it, it, is it sad that I kind of believe it? Yeah, but uh, how, how do you cheat? You always have the best kids coming to your school. I mean, that's that's the that's the that's the questions the coaches and it's like giving a, a coach in the NFL the twenty five first round picks and calling yeah. the best coach. I mean, if you get the first pick every season, twenty five of them, obviously you won't get the best players. That's true. That's true. But the question, um, not to fall off, you know of. Of top of sub- topic or subject to say, but the question is, how does he get those kids to come play for him? And that question will be answered later on in the show. Exactly. We'll be right back. We're back. What's going on? Sports. That's what's going on, man. Sports. <laughs> We got a couple things to get to. But first, let's dive into Richardson's thoughts. Get him, Rich. Richardson thoughts. Richardson <laughs> thoughts is that the NFL... The Alabama talk, the, the cheating Nick Saban. Cheating Nick Saban. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's a fascinating subject, man. Um... Because I strongly believe that there's no way that he get those kids to come play for him without, you know, any anything that benefit those kids besides winning. I know a lot of kids, you know, like winning, but 
a lot of a lot of older schools can wins too. You know, yeah. um, if if you go down the line, um, Georgia can win, Penn State can win, Michigan, Michigan State, those schools can also win. But what else is he, you know, providing to these kids that we don't know about? But what do you, what do you mean? You mean that they 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 can win or they can't? I'm saying win? those schools that I just named, those are schools that can actually win. Right, but that's just. That's just based on their conference too. You yeah. gotta remember they're playing in different conferences, and you know not everyone from the SEC is gonna get in, no matter how good they are. I'm I'm just saying uh, maybe there's more to it that we don't know about. Like with those with, with, with what coaches says, um, I do think Nick Saban is overrated, and I do think Nick Saban somehow it's not proven, but you know you can make a case that he cheat. I mean, I saw a quote uh, to piggyback off of that. I saw a quote that, uh, you know how I had mentioned that Kobe Bryant, I went to uh, I went to visit the Alabama team during their yeah. workouts, and, and it's funny to him because he said that he, he said being great is boring, and he said being great is excellent. To be great, it ain't boring. That's excellent, you know? Yeah. <laughs> This is what he also said. He said, if you're great, they'll remember you throughout time. Nobody remembers that great player in college football, which is a great point because there's been great players that haven't been to Alabama and they were the number one pick or, you know, a top five pick. But nobody really remembers that player unless they go on to do really good in the league, you know? Yeah. So it's interesting. I think that – uh Nick Saban's Nick. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's cheating. I don't think so. I do believe there is something maybe he isn't well aware of that maybe his. I don't know his uh, his squad, the athletic director and assistant um, coaches, people like that, and know people. Maybe they're just throwing in the good bone for Alabama. And, and at this point, you know, he's got five championships. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah. kids are going to want to play with a coach who's won five times. He knows what he's doing. But, again, that's that's the big question. How are you able to get these kids? You know, that's that's my big question. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same for the U um, back in the days, like 2000s and 2005s. The U was able to get most kids to stay home. We yeah. didn't know why That's... until until you know net until it was revealed that Nevin was paying those kids, you know, buying kids shoes and doing all that extras to get well, those kids. Well, here's the thing: college football is like that really greedy, that really nasty, uh, professional, unprofessional uh, level to it, right? Because I mean, to get these kids to a certain school, because let's be honest, Alabama. Ain't exactly the nicest place to go to, <laughs> but but you know you you bring in these kids and you hook them with oh you come there you win you know uh, and then if you're a really good quarterback defensive end uh, wide receiver running back whatever a skill player they'll pay you a, a bunch of money you know under the table if that's what you're saying then I think that's what's happening in every school man they just. They just don't want you to know about it, you know? Yeah. 
So that that's interesting. What we'll, we'll see. Well, that's that's something to pay attention to moving forward to the week. I had a I had a couple things. We're in the subject of college football. I had a I'm trying to look it up now, but I can't find it. There, there was a list of the Heisman, the possible Heisman winners, right? Yeah. Uh, the top fifty, I think it's fifty or a hundred. I'm not sure, but the top fifty college football players, and I I, I like the list because it was a, uh, it, it was interesting. The list wasn't who you expected. It like they had a uh, Will Greer, the kid from uh, West Virginia. He was like in the top five, and then they had the running back. For Stanford, I think he was second. And I do believe there was a defensive end from Texas. Or, no, not Texas. Uh, Houston. There was a defensive end from Houston. His name is Ed, Ed Davis, I believe. He was, uh, he was the one that was voted number one. So that's strange because, you know, college football, that's, Houston is an okay school. Don't get me wrong, but they're not – an all-time school, so that's weird. I mean, your school can be not good, but if your stats from last season, you know, was over the top, then, you know, it's – I think it's, it's, it's really deserving that, you know, they mentioned those guys. But um, the kid from Houston's um, – I was able to watch a few games – he played yeah. last season's. He's a monster. Yeah, he did play last season. Yeah, he's he's a monster, bro. Um, and and I like the top five because all those kids are really, um, and exceptions of the kid from from Houston's. All those kids, they get they get notoriety. Like you know, they get scenes on on national TVs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot more platforms now. So you know, and then there's a hundred thousand college football program so it doesn't matter what school you play in uh, you're gonna you're gonna be seen because there's just so many exactly. partners so you're gonna be seen but but if i if i would pick one now my best bet would be um love from, from stanford yeah that would be my best bet for now you know based based on what he did last season yep um, yeah. i think had he had he went in the draft last season he would have been uh uh, that actually the first the first running back pick of the yeah of the draft. But, um, I had to send you the list if you want to take a look at it. Yeah, I, I'll do that now. But um, this kid from he's really good, man. Yeah, look, I'm gonna give you the stat of Ed Oliver. That's his name. This is defensive tackle in Houston, Ed Oliver. So this is the last defensive lineman to finish in the top five of the Heisman voting. Was Nebraska's and Dominican two in two thousand nine? I think us down here in South Florida know exactly what a force and Dominican two is. Yeah, this man is something else, man. Yeah, he he he's playing. I find that how he, interesting. He's a junior and he's playing in uh in Houston. I wonder why he didn't get if he maybe got different offers and just didn't want to go there. So maybe the Alabamas and the Ohio State and the Clemson. I mean, not 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 to cut you off, but this list is pretty stacked up, bro. 
it's I'm telling you that do you see the top five? Yeah. Just as, I mean, there's two Clemson defensive linemen there. It's nuts. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be biased towards any of those guys, uh, which I can't be. Yeah. Because I love all those guys in the top five. None of them. None of them go to the U though, so you can't be biased. No. <laughs> the, the only guy I, I've not seen much I, is is Ed because of the school he plays for. Like you said, I'm right. They wasn't they. Back a few years ago, they was good, but after they lost their coach to Texas, they haven't been good. I know. They have not been the same. Do you remember the time Houston finished, like, what, ninth in the nation? And they were feeling that they should play the the winner of, uh, 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 I think it was Ohio State and Michigan State to get in to the college football playoffs. I remember that. Yeah, because a few years ago when they had – What's this coach name? When they had the coach that went to Texas, yep, they was good. Um, they was in the top twenties, top ten, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Tom Herman. But um, ever since he left, they have not been the same. Yeah, that's true. Look, the, the you know what's interesting too, uh, Stanford in the Pac-12. They've always had good running backs, right? And aside from Andrew Luck, when you know Andrew Luck went there, Andrew Luck was a QB. But you know, with McCaffrey and now Love, these uh these running backs are ridiculous, man. This guy had two thousand one hundred eighteen rushing yards last year. Yeah, he became the first runner-up Heisman winner since George's Herschel Walker in ninety-two, in eighty-two. Excuse me. That's good, man. Yeah, Bryce Love. I remember watching. Uh, I think it was a game versus Arizona, where Stanford was uh was all the way back. I think like in the two or three yard line, mm-hmm. and they handed the ball out to the man. He didn't go all the way, but man, he broke like three tackles, juke two guys, and then broke one tackle, made it all the way to like the forty something yard line on the other end. And I, was, I remember thinking, wow, where does where does Stanford find these running backs? See, I'm glad you said that because they have they've always been able to um get those good kids. For instance, if you look in Christian, um, he was a beast. He was a beast back there. Christian, Mc- yeah, Christian McCaffrey is, is even the NFL now. Um, pretty good, man. Yeah, one on one, I take this man against any defensive back, linebackers, safeties, because. This guy is too shifty for you, man. You can't stop him unless you, unless you jam them at the line, then you have a chance. But we're gonna get into that because this kid is really fast, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna go. I'm gonna go through the top ten real quick. So, so we went through Bryce Love. Then number three, we got Will Greer, QB of West Virginia. I've seen him play. He used to play for Florida. He was a transfer. Uh, he was really good. Uh, last season for West Virginia, he had over you know three thousand yards. Passes. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but he might be the best QB in the in the nation in the right nation. now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what you said, Regis, and you cut off. But I know he, you did say he's the best uh, QB in the nation. We'll leave it at that. Okay. 
He's the best QB in the nation. Four through that's, six, that, we got Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence, and Clemson. Both dudes from Clemson. And Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa's younger brother in Ohio State, defensive end. Uh, honestly, four through six could be the number one pick in the upcoming uh, NFL draft. Because according to Todd McShay's way too early mock draft, the number one defensive lineman is Christian Wilkins. Is number four, and the number yeah. two defensive lineman is Ed Oliver, but the number three defensive lineman is Dexter Lawrence, which is the kid from Clemson. But look, I know it's way too early to predict that, but my thing is you don't know which team going to get that, that pick, and it all depends on the needs of that team. If right. that team needs well, a whole line, who say they not Drafting a O line, you know. So it's, I'm I'm just saying, you know, yeah, it's a kids, lot. It's a at, bunch at of D line in the, in the top ten now, right? But 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 if you got team with the first picks and you need you need an O line, I always just draft I don't know. I always go with that philosophy. Of always draft the best player speaking. because you never know. You know. Because even if they say, even if they say you need a, a, yeah. a let's say a guard or a tackle, mm-hmm. you don't know if the the, if the best guard available might be uh, the twentieth best player in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Uh, then we got another running back. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin. I didn't see Wisconsin play that much last year. I like. I didn't see I like that much. I know. I know Miami lost to him. That's it. <laughs> we lost him down here. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know why I like him because the Big Ten is like one of the best conferences in college football. So um, he played against good defense. Yeah, that's I true. Think the, yeah, it's crazy how that out, conference so went from like almost mediocre, like right, to like being relevant again. It's because of the coaches. Do you remember before yeah. Urban Meyer was there and before uh, Harbaugh went to Michigan and even before Michigan State started, yeah. like, producing really good players? That was, like, the easiest conference, man. Like, everybody laughed at that conference. They were like, oh, that conference doesn't even deserve to be in the Big Five. Yeah. You know? And now that conference is producing number one, number two teams up there, man. It's crazy. Yeah, Back in 2012, 11, like you said before, Urban went to Ohio State. I mean, they was the last. Yeah, last no, they weren't good. They weren't good. Even but now, it, it, it's what you said. See, I would make the case, Urban Meyer, that obviously something shady is happening. We know that whole deal of, you know, them being investigated. But I would, I would make the case for, you know, Urban Meyer, him doing a lot more shadier things, right? Because. Nick Saban's won, and that's why kids want to go there. But in Ohio State, what do we know about about them? You know, are they they have a bunch of boosters that are just giving the kids a bunch of money behind their back? I would say that's probably more uh, probable there at Ohio State. He did win one. He did win the first uh, college yeah, football. Right though, so I guess that'll always be there going forward. You know. Yeah, uh, the number eight. Now we're going number eight. Another yeah. kid from the Big Ten. We got Rashawn Gray. 
I'm sorry, Rashawn Gary, defensive lineman, Michigan. He's a junior. And guess, what, mm. guess where he's at in Mel's big board? He's number four. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I had a, I have wow. something funny to say about this. I don't know if you have Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. Amazon Prime, they have a... No. They have a show called All or Nothing, right? Or it's kind of like Hard Knocks. They follow a certain team from a certain sport. This yeah. this year, they're doing it with uh, Manchester City. And uh, I think it was two years ago. So last year, they did it with the Dallas Cowboys. And then... Two years ago, I did it with the Michigan Wolverines. And I saw this kid when he was a freshman coming in. And let me tell you, this kid, he did get injured one of the games, and he had a concussion, yeah. so he was out the last four games for Michigan. I, I don't know if you remember Michigan. That was that stumble that they had. that They were like 8-0, and and then they ended up being 8-4 because they lost the last four games. This kid was there, Richardson, and Harbaugh yeah. said, he's like, wow, this is – the best player I think I've ever seen. And I'm reading right here. It says that he had such high expectations coming out of high school that he was the number one ranked prospect in all the 48 states. So everyone thought that this was the best player. He's dropped to number eight, in my opinion, because of several injuries, you know? That's interesting. And and plus, it's, it's kind of hard for yeah, it's true. players I, to win that. Short the thing is, let's, like I said, skill position is where it's at, bro. If you're a skill position player, you'll, you'll, win, you'll win it. You'll win it. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, I mean, if you were safety, you make him play every week. You get you get noticed more than a D line because sometimes what a D lineman does, yeah, doesn't always show when you're watching the game. But when you watch the tape, the coaching tape, that's when you see, wow. So that's why the linebacker was able to stop the run because he was able to move this and that. I have, but and then we're gonna finish it off with the two QBs in the top ten. We got Trace McSorley, QB, Penn State. He's a senior. He threw for 3,570 yards, 28 touchdowns. Of yeah. course, he did have the help of this dude named Saquon Barkley. I don't know if you know him. And and also a dude named by uh, Mike. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, those are pretty good Mike players. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Yeah, Another those, Big those Ten guys. school. No one knows anything about those guys. They it's just... crazy. And, and then at, at number 10, we got Jarrett Sidham, QB at Auburn. Yeah. He's a junior. You know what? Him and and Will might be those. those the way the Penn State QB or the Auburn QB? The best QB in the nation. The Auburn QB? Jarrett Sidham? Not Penn State. Um, Let me tell you, this kid, he's going to be, he was a redshirt freshman, so he didn't really play. But now he's a junior, right? And he was, ah, there you go. Of course, he did play for Baylor before Baylor went through all that crazy nonsense. I remember. He transferred to Auburn, and he ended up with 18 touchdowns and 3,000 yards. 
And now he seems to be falling into place, according here to ESPN.com. He seems to have more control of the line, more control of the, the plays. He's able to read defenses a lot better. That's interesting. I, uh, I... Yeah. Question. I, I know we're stopping at 10. You, you talking about the... Why is this kid even <laughs> in the top 20, man? Tua? Two like the man, the man only played half of yeah, the game. Yeah, but that kid saved half the game the for uh, Alabama. He saved the season. But look, what I'm saying is the kid played half of the game. I know he saved the day. I think he's alright. There's he's a lot of bad. people more deserving. Two to go over there. I'm gonna. I'm going to attempt to say his last name again. Tagovailoa. Again, Tagovailoa. <laughs> I'm not even going to try. I'm just call him. I'm going to just call him Tua. Zero career starts. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, he can fool me one. No, I'm I want to get back to Jared. No, I would not even uh, put him in the top twenty. In two thousand and in early two thousand sixteen, I had went to a to a retreat, no. right, in a, in a church I used to go to, and uh, there there we went to we went to uh, it was Atlanta, we went to Atlanta, and we stayed up there, and we stayed where the play I forgot what it's called. And and uh, I remember we split up into groups. So what they do is that everyone goes to their own churches, right? And they sit you in a room, and then they start calling out a number because they yeah. hand you out a number, right? I think it's one through ten, or or something like that. And then everyone in the ones goes to the ones, right? Because they split you up. You think you're gonna be with people you know, but they don't really do that. They split you up, and they give you random people. You know, the whole point is to, you know, talk about, you know, where you're from, whatever, how, why you're there, why you decided to go to the conference. Anyways, Richardson, this kid, Jared Stidham, was in the group I was in. Would you believe me? So, yeah, would you believe me if I told you that he, he had a Baylor shirt on? And this kid's really tall. I remember he's like 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, around there. He's really tall because I remember I was talking to him. I had to like arc back. I'm only five nine. He was talking to me and he kept saying, "He's like, yeah, you know, I have a. Hopefully, I'm gonna go to Auburn." And uh, you know, he kept saying, "God willing." Very, very right kid. Very uh, by the book. So it's interesting to see that he actually went to Auburn because uh, I think he had mentioned a family member of his went to Auburn. I don't know if it's dad, brother. I don't remember. But he had said, he's like, yeah, the the deal and the plan is to go to Baylor and maybe compete for a national championship. But, you know, that was that time Baylor was getting investigated for everything that happened over there. And, yeah, I, I didn't even, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at his name now and I'm, I didn't even remember his last name. And, and when we were giving out, like, our, our phone numbers and our social medias when we were, like, Leaving the last day because you know it's like a three day thing. He uh 
he had said, he's like, oh, I don't really have social media. And he's like, if you want, you can contact me. But the number that I have there, like if I try to shoot him a text, I don't know if he, he might remember me. I don't know. But I do. I still think I do have his number there on my phone. Name name dropping Richardson, but I, right, I that's pretty cool. Man. I remember that I uh, I met this kid. It's, it's funny how time flies. He's already a junior. It's crazy. Crazy. Hey, when we when right. we come back, so be- I want to ask you this question. Those, you think you think it's gonna be between Will Greer and of, uh, out of and Jared? Okay. I I, uh, I think I think yeah. it's gonna be Love and Greer. I the think top. that's gonna be it. And if Love runs for two thousand again, he's gonna get it. Bryce Love is gonna get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he might. But my question for you: Let's transitions to that when we come back from break. Out of one hundred and twenty-nine okay. college football Division One. I want you to give me your top five or top, if you if you can come up with a top ten, let's leave it at five. Give me your top five team with a chance of making a playoff okay. or winning right. the, good. the national championship. Yeah, so when when you come back, I'll come with my top five and see. All right, we'll be right back. See if- Man, hopefully we can get it done this time. We'll see, we'll see. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome Rich, back good? to the yes. That's what's up. All right, all right, man. Look, we were telling the people to listen want, for an unexpected. You want me? Curve. Let's uh, let's you know what? Let's start it all over again. But this time, I want you to give me the list. Uh, five through one. Let's do it backwards. A little suspense, you know. Five. Five through one. Yeah. Five, I have Wisconsin. Ooh, okay, okay. And now four, I have the Ohio State. Obviously, like I said, like I was saying before, there's a question mark next to that team because of the whole situation. As we speak. Yeah. Uh, And at three, I have Washington Ooh. And at two, I have the Tigers, Clemson. Oh. And at one, oh. it's Alabama for me. Oh, the Chiefs, um, allegedly. <laughs> yes. Reason, reason I didn't put um, Georgia up there because that's your, your obviously, team. Obviously, they're going to end up playing Alabama in a big game. Yeah, and one of those teams gonna have to edge each other out, and I feel like Alabama, as we speak now, have too much talent, have a bit more more talent than Georgia, so that's why I got them up there. All right, repeat to me your list again, and I'm gonna tell you what the Power Index on ESPN.com has them rated projected wins. Tell me the list again. Wisconsin. Okay, Wisconsin. They have them ranked number twelve. And they have them anywhere between 9.0 to 9.7, meaning 9 to 10 wins. Ohio State. OSU. They got them ranked fourth out of the Big Ten as well. They got OSU anywhere from 10 to 11.1. Washington. Washington. Pac-12. 
They have them at 10.6 all the way to 11. Clemson. Clemson. Surprise, surprise. Clemson's actually number one on the power of football index. They got them at 11.4 to 12. And we have the Alabamas. The, the what? Alabama. That's what we got. Oh, the cheaters. Uh, allegedly. Anyways, Alabama have them second in the SEC. Alabama is I ranked 10.8 to 11.5. So, so what you think? I'm okay with my list. I'm okay with my list. Okay, okay. You know, obviously there's a lot more team that you could throw up there. You could throw a... Um, if you don't mind me saying, you can throw in the the Tigers from the SEC. I'm sorry, who? The all the Tigers from the SEC. Oh, the Auburn. Auburn Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can throw them up there because obviously they play. Um, they got Georgia, and I do, have, and I do have a feeling if they could beat Georgia, there's a a, a possibility that they could make it. That's interesting because that is going to transition right into my list, Richardson, which is. My list right at number five is the Auburn Tigers, the SEC. Okay. Yeah, you saw what I did there, right? Yeah, I see. I see exactly what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got Auburn. Uh, then at number four, I got Georgia. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I had mentioned before I didn't want to give you know the top three. I'm sorry, the top two to Clemson, Bama. So at number three is going to be my monkey wrench. Number three, I'm going to throw in Oklahoma. <sighs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then okay. number one, number two, I'm going to throw in Alabama. And number one, I'm going to go with Clemson. So a little bit different from yours. What you think? Me, uh, yeah, what you think? Clemson at number one instead of number two. I like it because um, they only the only struggle I think they they'll have is possibly playing Texas A and M. Really, I think playing Miami. I think Miami is uh they're gonna be a lot better than last. Um, um I think Miami still a few being. Yeah, but you know what? They have they have a really good class. Miami. I don't want to be a home dog, but Miami is ranked 14th, and they have them from 9.6 to 10.2. So we'll see. I don't know, man. Um, I do. I do feel feel like Miami's a few years away. Maybe one one year away from. Okay. From being. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through what I told you on my list. All right. So, number five, I got Auburn. Obviously, Auburn, they got to play both Georgia and Alabama this year. Um, I think if uh, – check, check it out. Because they play Georgia so early, I think they could lose to Georgia. But even if they lose a close game, obviously it helps them out. But even if they lose by three or four touchdowns, which I don't think is going to happen, I think they still got a chance in the Iron Bowl if they just beat Alabama in that late, you know, that rivalry week and they beat them. I think – Possibly, depending on what happens with the other four teams, they could even mm-hmm. out Alabama and jump to four. Whatever happens there, that's why I got them fifth. But because of that possibility, that's very difficult. But it's a possibility. Uh, like I said, number four, I had Georgia. 
Georgia number four because Georgia plays in the SEC, the most difficult conference. I don't care what anyone says. Uh, Georgia, they don't have to play Bama, but they do play Auburn and they do play, you know, uh, the AM and they play the uh, kind of like, oh, and they play the Florida, the Jacksonville game. Those are always uh, yeah. difficult games for Georgia, even, even though Florida's not ranked, it's still difficult. Uh, they might might win out. They have a good probability. They're uh, but you know I have them fourth just because that is that last playoff spot. At number three, I have Oklahoma. Now I know what you're thinking, Oklahoma, Las Baker, they've lost a lot of talent and the wide receivers. They lost some of their linebackers, a couple of their secondary. It's okay. Oklahoma is in the Big Twelve and. Right here, they're the only Big 12 school all the way in this list. And so you got to get all the way to number 16, which is Texas. Texas, which hasn't done anything in the last couple of years. Texas is the other school, which they have them winning 8.6 games. So Oklahoma, in my opinion, will win out, okay? And they're going to be there. And because it is the Big 12, they're going to have a shot to make it. And if Georgia or Auburn, you know, they have one or two losses, they could be number three or number four, man. That's why I got them in there. Then number two, Alabama, SEC, you know, they've won last year. They've won five times. They're ridiculous. They have a great recruiting class always. They have Saban, the monster. And they don't have a pretty good chance to win out because they do play a lot of SEC teams. Georgia being one of them this year, they play they play Auburn, of course, in the Iron Bowl. Like I said, it's a big-time game there. That might decide the college football playoffs. So we'll see. And then at number one, Clemson. I think no matter what happens to Clemson, even if they lose one game to an FSU or Miami, uh, Notre Dame, whatever the deal, they, they're still going to be in there, man. They're still going to be in there because they just have too much talent. And, and they have the highest probability to win their conference right after Oklahoma. They have a 70.2% chance to win the ACC. So what do you think about that, Richardson? Um, my only problem with shows is that um, Oklahoma, like – that team doesn't play no defense, and they just lost Baker Mayfield, which did a lot for that team. Um, whether it was with his legs or throwing the ball, I think they're going to suffer a lot without Baker. Yeah. And in the top, those three teams from the SEC, um, obviously one of them going to come out, whether that be Georgia or or Alabama or or the. The Auburn Tigers, which I think Georgia out of those three teams has the better chance of making it out because even if they do lose to to the Tigers, I do think they're going to end up playing either the Tigers or, or the Tide for the SEC. And if they could win that game, That's you know, they're out to the playoffs. So it's, yeah. it's, it's pretty good, but you, you have – you have Georgia. You have Georgia almost like a set piece. Yeah. Okay. Either way, they 
they'll be in and 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 my question is for the for the people selecting of team is do you let like uh, just like last year do you let two teams from the SEC make it or you know do you pick some some under undefeated team yeah that's gonna be interesting that's why I picked two SEC teams three actually because yeah. Auburn, Auburn is a possibility but but Auburn is like the wild card even though I did throw in the big 12 Oklahoma because Oklahoma has the most talent um you know, Alabama was always going to be considered. Like last year, I, I I think last year they probably shouldn't have made it, but their reputation eludes them, and it's who they are and their coach. You know, the winning mentality, and that's why they got in, man. Because um, last year, I think Penn State should have got in, but I didn't. I didn't whatever. care about the reputations. Obviously, if if you're going to throw Alabama in, you should have thrown this team that made it to the championships game. And instead, because they beat those two teams, I know it was a two two less team. You know they didn't want they didn't want that. But if that yeah. was the case, then you know they should have been in instead of Alabama. That's just me. Simply yeah, because, I mean, simply, because they, the- simply because they beat Alabama like a few weeks prior to that, so that's why. But what school are you talking about? The the Tigers, Urban Tigers. Yeah, but they lost to UCF. No, but I'm saying before before that, they kicked them out because they lost in the SEC championships. Yeah, they did. And, they did, and that pushed them down to two two losses, right? Yep. So that's why they didn't get in instead of Alabama because of two losses. That's why. Right, but Bama did lose. That's that's what happens because you lost the championship game, but you only had one loss, which was the championship game. It didn't count against you as much as uh, Auburn's losses. You get me? It's I don't know. The college football isn't perfect, but that's why we like it because it isn't perfect. Yeah. Because if it was set in stone, it, it's like oh whatever. The first four teams are always going to get in, but it's not always like that. It's 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 unfortunate for some for some other schools I think who 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 were really you know deserving of it last year instead of Alabama but yeah. you know what yeah are yeah gonna no, do like, about it they got an M without a doubt yeah they were robbed in my opinion yeah um I do think that you know like like you just said of Penn State should have been in. Maybe even a Wisconsin should have been in instead of Alabama last year. Well, well, I think Penn State just because they had the better players and they they won their championship match. So, but whatever, we'll see what happens this year. That's why that's why I threw in you know Auburn and Oklahoma because you never know. Exactly. You never know. Like they give you, you no know, the, the the ranking here. They got Clemson, Bama, Georgia, OSU. So they have two. They have the same teams that made it last year, obviously. But you said OSU. You don't know. Uh, I never trust Washington because they they don't play. You said Oklahoma doesn't play defense. Washington does not play defense. They just outscore you, outscore you, outscore you. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. I don't. I don't even like Notre Dame in the top ten to be honest. But whatever they have them there because they're winning nine point nine games. 
You got Auburn seventh, Oklahoma eighth, Penn State ninth, and Michigan State tenth. So we'll see. And this list, this list is weird because they have Miami fourteenth, right? Yeah. And then they have FSU fifteenth. And who? Tell me who FSU recruited this year? <laughs> Nobody. That's 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 the big questions. Nobody. They they have Oklahoma State winning point one less games than uh in Texas, right? Yeah. But they got Texas at sixteen, right under FSU and Miami, and then they have Oklahoma State at twentieth. You know, I don't know. You know it, my my big thing with that is you can't read too much into it and plus Oklahoma State's been good, but they always when they play the team in the in the Big Twelve, they always fold. Like they folded under the pressure. So I don't know. Maybe yeah, we can't maybe, look. maybe they need a changes from the head coach. They need a chance to coach. real quick before we hit it to break, give me the the top the give me the, the championship game. Who's gonna win? I'm not gonna question. Go. Clemson. Who is it? Clemson. The Clemson's Tigers. Versus who? Georgia. Okay. And Clemson's winning it? Yep. Too much. Right. Too, much too much talent on defense. I got Georgia versus Clemson, and I got Georgia winning it 28-21. Wow. Yep. Um, <laughs> All right, man. We're gonna hit the break. We'll be right back. And that closing segment, we're talking about that NFL, baby. Yes, sir. We saw a couple things happen this preseason. A couple people go down this week. We'll talk about it on the other side. We'll be right back. And welcome back to your How we doing, Rich? Uh, we doing good. We doing good today. That's what's up. Hey, listen, we're gonna, few down, we're gonna get down to nitty gritty. This this week, y'all, we uh we're a little backed up. We had a couple ideas to run in to this last segment. We have a NFL talk, but we're gonna talk NFL talk, and we're gonna throw in that fantasy football talk for y'all too. Yes. Fantasy. Yes, sir. That's that's our that's our task. Since we're one uh we're one day late, we're gonna give them we're gonna give them a little fantasy football knowledge. But first, let's do it. First, I'm Nasty Richardson. Since you are the man with the ideas and the plan, what was your takeaway with Dolphins this preseason week two? Tell me. Oh, um. I don't even know where to start with them Dolphins. Man. Okay, let's start on defense. On defense. Uh, I I, I watched the whole game Saturday night. Okay, who we play? Was it Saturday? No, Friday night. Oh, it was actually Friday night. It was Saturday. Friday. We played Friday night. Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. Okay. I, I was able to watch the whole game. Um, I left. I left after watching the game. Dolphin left me mind blowing on defense. Okay. On defense, they they started 
really bad because they had two guys going into the same holes in the lot and the running back went where the cornerback supposed to be at. Ooh. And that was the big rush for 70-something yards. Yeah, McCaffrey had one touchdown. Yeah, and that was the long run. But after that, the Chris defense was able to settle down and and, and play better. But the, the question moving forward is, uh, can the linebackers keep up with those fast fast tight end and, and running backs? As you said, I don't know, I don't know if you saw the game because – Carolina's tight end was able to outrun one of the linebackers. Yeah, for the second, for the second touchdown. But defensively, um, off front, there's 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 some things to be excited about with Quinn and Wake because Quinn and Wake was consent constantly in the in the face of Cam. Cameron Wake. Yeah, he played the game and. Yeah, he played. They played like Camwick played like the whole first half. First half wow. Okay. Yeah, um, and and Quinn had two sacks. He looked very like Quinn, I guess you could put like it. Like Robert that way. Quinn, yeah, he looked. Like, the reason, yeah, he looked like himself. The reason we two sacks. Olive, uh, Olivier Vernon and Dominican Suwa. Yeah. Okay. And 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 the second. Questions on defense is the tackle. You know who's going to replace Sue, because there wasn't enough movement up front to stop the running game. But overall, the defense—it's the first defense, though, not the whole defense, but the first defense team. It wasn't—they showed you what they can be at time, but okay. at other time they also showed you like. Yeah, we're still the same Dolphins, you know. So, even <laughs> it's pre seasons, you don't, you know, because coaches came out saying we're not trying to show team what we're trying to do. Well, it's, hold it's, on, it's still pre seasons. Let me stop you, Richardson, because I know I know you're passionate about this, but I gotta ask, uh, how long did Brian Tannehill play for? Almost the first half, I want to say, because. Because the second QB came in right, I think, before the two-minute warning, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Obviously, folks, you can tell I didn't catch the game. We're just going to explain it to me how the game looked. I uh, I do want to say I saw a couple of plays. The first play I saw, the McCaffrey run, was mm-hmm. instantly, oh, here we go again. Dolphins. Can't get to the man. Linebackers are lost, running into each other. And then the DBs, yeah. they're out covering the receivers. The uh, the play that I did see was a Xavier Howard pick, which I was pretty excited about because he jumped pretty high to get that ball, man. Yeah. Xavier Howard turning into the number one DB real quick. And I don't mean to so that was you nice. that's, that's the positive of the defense because they had a, interceptions, two sacks by yeah. the first defense. And, and after the big run, they was able to stop Cam from – from having any movement, you know, it, it was it was like okay, we have a defense. But then again, you know, yeah. it's like those big plays, you know, you've got to be able to stop them. And yeah, but the Dolphins always had a defense; they just can't put it together on offense. Exactly, but yeah. but um, moving forward, like Saturday, I'm looking forward to see if if there's any changes how the linebackers play, and if if the besides. 
if if the cornerback is able to make plays, you know, on the other side. Because your boy Bobby went to the boundary. I was kind of unexpected. I'm like, okay, what's Bobby doing in the boundary? But um, that that's something, you know, we've got to look forward to to Saturday to see. I still don't think TJ should be playing center field because he looked lost and taking bad angles on, on, on that play. He could have stopped the running back, but he took a bad angle. So once you do that, you the, uh, in the bad situation to stop the running back plus the running back really fast. So uh, who was the uh, who was the who was the who was the Dolphins' uh, second uh, run uh, QB? Was it Osweiler? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, you know what I think they're they're trying to do there, right? I think they're trying to trying to get them to have a really good game. So. So they can trade him because I don't think they want him there. Um, I'm I'm sorry to break the news to you, but none of the quarterbacks. So... Look good. Tennis look good, but the same thing that happened yeah. last time. Like four. Oh, then. Moving the ball back, they moving the ball real nice. But once you have that holding, moving you back ten yards, then it's it's harder for you to call the play you want to call. Yeah, but a lot of cleaning up to do as far as far as stop the bleeding, like the holding calls, the false starts. Those you can't control them. You know, I do just- I do feel like if they can do that on offense. Yeah, it'll be at least, you know, better than expected. Yeah, I see here Robert Quinn has two sacks, and you said Charles Harris had a sack too. Yeah, that's good. Charles Harris, you know, had a decent game, but like I said, I don't mean to cut you off again. The second team defense, boy, you don't want to watch this game. Please don't right. watch it because the second team. And thirteen defense was really, really horrendous. Yes, to say the least. It was yeah. it was awful to watch. That's not good. Well, we'll see. Again, it's preseason. We can't really look into it that much, Richardson. Yeah. Uh, I did catch one preseason game though, Which... because it was on ESPN. Uh, it was the Jets and the Washington Racial Slurs. Oh, I, I saw uh, half of that game, too. Yeah, I saw, I saw the whole thing. I, I, uh, I saw the rookie woes from Darnold. <laughs> I, I told you, I like Darnold a lot. I thought he was the best QB coming out. Uh, I know you think Rosen was the best QB. Yeah, <laughs> I still believe and, that. Uh, yeah, Rosen had a W. I saw his team. They beat the Saints, I believe. Yeah, 2015. Uh, the Jets had a couple of good drives, but Sam Darnold had a oof, a pretty rough pass, like straight into the straight into the racial slurs defense. Yeah. Wasn't even close. I think he was throwing it to uh, what's the guy from OSU that that he was. I think he was like a running back, and now he's a receiver. Uh, man, I forgot. Was it Robbie Williams? I want to say Terrell Pryor, I guess. No, it's not Terrell Pryor. It was uh, 
man, I, I, I forget. I, I see him. He has, like, you know, the dreads, uh, small little dreads, kind of. Oh, the might be Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. That's who it was. He was trying to get the ball to Robbie Anderson. Man, it, that, that shit wasn't even close. Like, he threw the ball. <laughs> yeah. And the, the linebacker tipped it, and the, and the DB just came, whopped it. And he, they ran it back almost for a touchdown, but uh, Sam Darnold looked all right. He had a couple uh, good throws. You know, he had one really good throw to uh, uh, um, blanking out of his name. I think his name is uh, the tight end. The tight end. Uh, no, 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 not the tight end. It was the receiver. He used to play in, in the in the Seahawks. Oh, Curse, Jermaine Curse. Yes. Now I know who you're talking about. Really good. He had a really good throw to him. He had a couple d- dumps to uh to to uh what is it to the running back. Yeah. We we I, yeah I saw a couple plays. The Jets defense played really good. They they had a couple they had a couple sacks on Colt McCoy and they almost had one on Alex Smith. Alex played. Uh, I didn't even. See him. That's someone. I, I think he played for the first drive, and that's it. Okay. They took him out, okay, and immediately they threw Colt McCoy. That's why, because I started watching again kind of late. So, because when I see when I saw him, he was undressed. So I'm like, okay, maybe he's not playing. But yeah, like you said, um, he's he's a Wookiee in preseasons. Um, like you said, I'm not going to make a lot out of it because. I do think you know he'll 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 get better as time goes on. But um, if I'm if I'm the coach, you who's trying to win now? Okay. I go with a vet. You know, I, I let him sit some more, um, trying to learn as much as it can from those guys. See how they do as far as game planning, game management, what they do pre-game, after, you know, uh, because playing against good defenses who. Who knows how to make adjustment? They gonna get him into making those wookie mistakes, like for instance, throwing and double coverage. You know, when you yeah. trust your arm too much, trying to do too much, defense is going to get you to do those things. But you know, the 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 big news uh, out of the out of the uh what is it out of the preseason this week was the injury to uh AJ McCarron. Did you see that? Yeah, obviously there's a lot more to that than you know how I, I wanna touch on. I do think yeah. preseasons is overrated and it should be at least two games and for for a coach I do think the good players that you know who's going to make the team, you should never risk playing those players in preseasons. For instance, the Vikings, they had six guys going down yesterday. I know. That's crazy. So it's – and not even to mention Dallas had one of the better guards on the O-line went down yesterday as well, which isn't really serious, but – Oh yeah, uh, Frederick. Uh, is is Zach Martin? I think that's his name. Was was it Zach or Frederick? No, it's, uh, it's Zach. Frederick. Zach went down. I don't think it's serious, but not even to mention the the QB from from the Bills. 
Oh man, he that's that's interesting because uh, last week I had told you I think he could win the starting job easily because I think he has probably the most ready uh, uh, NFL arm and and he's probably out there reading the most defenses. You know, he sat a long time in Cincinnati behind Andy Dalton. Yeah. And uh, he almost had a win when they put him in. Is that to take Andy Dalton out? Against the Steelers, but AJ right? McCarron, yeah, was... AJ McCarron, uh, he, he looked pretty ready to me, man. Yeah. But that sucks a bit. Yeah, um, as, as, as bad as I want to, you know, say no, disagree with you, but I have to jump on the same side with you because – that playoff game against the Steelers, he he had the game had Pac-Man, not Pac-Man, but Burfix, the linebacker had Burfix not made that. Burfix, yeah, yeah, that stupid play on AB. Of yeah, they would have had to win, and like you said, AJ been in those kind of situations start a few games for the for the Bengals. I think put him in a great yeah. ship to get <laughs> that job. Nathan Peterman is terrible. That's that, that. I don't even know how that guy has a job. He's like up there with Brock Weiler, Osweiler. How bad they play. Um, but but Josh also, Allen, you can't rush Josh Allen because Josh Allen he played in a really bad division in college yeah. football. Yeah. And yeah, he's a he's a big guy. He throw the ball like ninety miles per hour or whatever. But you can't you can't deny he's not ready either. Like he he's actually he is the most unready quarterback out of all of them that got drafted in the yep. first round. Yep, I have to I have to jump on that side. So we'll see. I think I think Josh um happened to play in a bad division, so like you said, in the in the division that made him look good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't think his arm. Because I think at time he trusts his arm too much, trying to, you know, show you that he got the – which you do have a have the arm to throw the ball. But yeah, I, but you, but you I, still need more. <laughs> yeah, but I think at times I mean, he made those stupid throws that just, that, that just left you like, why why would you even throw that? Even me, I would have just hold on to it and run. But um, a couple, a couple more plays I want to talk about in the preseason. Did you see that bomb, that eighty-yard pass, sixty-nine yard, excuse me, pass that uh, Tyree Kill caught from Patrick Mahomes? No, I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, I, on, Rich, on that Rich, on that game, I didn't mean to cut you off, but on that game, the only play I saw was that Matt Ryan uh, passed to Ridley. I think that's his name. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that kid's gonna be good too. Fantasy, baby. But 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 Patrick Mahomes, man, he had he had a play. He he went he stepped. You know when a quarterback takes inside the pocket, yeah, and he just beams it. Yeah, he had like one of those beams, and it went. Man, that the ball flew, Richardson. It flew, and there were three guys around Tyreek Hill, but they were kind of lost. And Tyreek Hill just went in front of him, caught the ball, touchdown. That was nuts. Well, Tyreek Hill, baby, fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is, looks like he's ready to take over Kansas City, man. Kansas City have a have a pretty decent team offensively. It's 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 always been like defensively, like cornerback wise. Um, I think that's where the big problem comes is can the cornerback stops the top receivers? I'll tell you who balled this season. Uh, I'm sorry, this week, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston had two touchdowns, 226, 
13 of 18. Wow. He uh, <laughs> he balled, man. He's playing preseason games because you know he's going to be out for the first four. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. He uh he had a really good game, and the Bucks won again. So we'll see. Uh, the Chargers won against the Seahawks. Hey. We had the Bears won against the Broncos. That Chargers game was really, really something, man. Really, the Chargers going to be really good. Yeah, I think I think the Chargers uh their defense watch out. And 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 it's something I kind of wanted to do today. That twist. Yeah. Have six team from the AFC and six team from the NFC. Or is it too early to pick playoff team? Oh, it's way too early. We 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 could do that probably after the first uh, actual game. Okay. And we could let our our imaginations run wild, you know. But we can't do that now. It's preseason. No, nah, because I already have my top six from the AFC. Um, that's, that's Let me guess, the Dolphins. No, no, no. Um, the Dolphins, <laughs> the Dolphins can't compete for a playoff spot. Just listen, just listen to where I've come to, to to what I'm saying. Though they can't compete if if they, because, but they don't have enough talent to make those mistakes. Um, to get away with those, you know, mistakes that they've been making in the preseasons. Yeah. I feel like this season is gonna be just a season of, of oh oh. There's some sparks, like there's something there, but it's it's gonna be difficult, man. Because the NFL, you know, no game is a given. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be tough. This season's gonna be tough. I, I know it's gonna be tough, but uh, that's why we watch the games to see what happens. Yeah. Um. Th- Let me see what. The talent is not there yeah. on the Dolphins. Um, you know, they they have players, but you know, like I said, they have some players. Yeah, they, yeah. they can't get away with making those low, stupid mistakes over and over again. All right, we got the Ravens playing the Colts today. No, tomorrow Monday Night Football, ESPN, eight o'clock, baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Stop teasing That's- me. I know. I'm going to watch that. <laughs> I mean, obviously. But stop teasing me, NFL. <laughs> we had uh, Jimmy G. You know who Jimmy G is? Yep. Yeah, Garoppolo. Garoppolo had a really good game preseason-wise. You got to be on the lookout for Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, G- <laughs> Jimmy G is going to be... Let me stop. Let me stop short. Stop yourself. Fantasy the draft not happening. Yet. Stop yourself. Yep. I'm stopping right there. I'm not saying nothing else. Listen, Jimmy G might be a top ten fantasy quarterback, which I'm a I'm just go ahead and talk about it. Jimmy G fantasy football. Let's get into it. We're just saying what you got. Fantasy football. You know, we have our draft coming up. Um, September fifth, eight o'clock. What I have, um, I, I have a lot that I can't not talk about because I don't want I don't want you guys to steal my players. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it anyways. Um, no, 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 we're not gonna steal anyway. Yeah, um, we're good. And, good. And, and as far as that goes, running back wise, um, I'm not going for the big names. I'm gonna hit you with that surprising name that 
you know, you probably like, wow, who is he? But watch out, okay. watch out for um, Beast Mode. Okay, but that's not a that's not a no a non known uh, running back. That's but look, Beast Mode. Look, I'm saying when it comes to running back, you think of and fin- fantasy, right? Because we know what Beast Mode can do in the field. Yeah. You think of Todd from the Rams. Okay, and obviously Le'Veon. Gordon, Le'Veon, David Johnson, and even Sid yeah. one. You know, those are the top five guys, right? Who'd you say? I'm sorry, repeat it again. I said Todd Gordon from, from L.A. Melvin Gordon? Yeah. And, oh, he's, he's okay, yeah. And... Yeah. and to me, the best running guy. To me, the best running back in the game. You know who I'm talking who? about, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell is the number Dave, one quarterback. Uh, running back. David Johnson. David Johnson. Saquon. And the the kid from Atlanta. Howard from from Chicago. Devontae Freeman. Yeah, Howard from Chicago. Zeke Howard from Chicago. Okay, Zeke. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's the that's the real sleeper right there. A lot of people are gonna forget about Ezekiel. Yeah, because Zeke, because just because you know he's been so consistent the first two seasons, and, and it's hard for, for running back to continue being consistent. And look, so we'll see. And the top two for me to get back in the top ten is Kamara and and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. You know, those are the yeah. top ten, and Beast Mode just laying out there, right? Yeah, you're so right. So I'm just saying. Yeah, we got we got C.J. Anderson in Carolina. We got Lamar Miller in Houston. Deion Lewis in Tennessee. Derrick Henry in Tennessee. And again, you know, Alex Baltimore, uh, Latavius Murray, Dalvin Cook. We got a bunch of running backs. Exactly, that's what I'm saying, baby. See, all those guys, people most likely. And leave, you know. And, and the next guy, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just give you a little glimpse of what I'm thinking about is. Guess who? You can't guess because you you're thinking of the big names, but from Cleveland. Who? Uh, who in Cleveland? They're a rookie running back. No. Oh no, babe. No. I don't know who you got in Cleveland. You got oh Carlos Hyde. Yes, sir. And I yeah, yeah. I told I, you Carlos Hyde. Remember, he was in uh he was in uh, San Francisco, yeah, and then he came to Cleveland. And I do think Hyde going to have a good game. I mean, a good season, big seasons for that team. Also, one guy, one guy, my sleeper for this for this coming draft is fantasy season. Yeah, for my sleepers is um. Let me see if I can pull him up. What position? Running, running back? back? Okay. Jared. Who you got? McKenyon from San Francisco. Jared, I think that's his name. Yep, McKenyon. That's... Yeah, McKenyon. Yeah. yeah, he was in uh in Minnesota. Yeah. But now I think he's the leading back in Seattle. I'm in San Francisco, so... Yeah, I'm, you know it's always 
because uh, when, when they give you the top players, right, you're thinking, oh, what, what are the top players? Like, running back, it's always a, a, a up-and-down thing with running backs. They got, they got two New Orleans running backs here, right? They got Kamara and Ingram, yeah. even though Ingram will be suspended. But they got them both in the top ten. So, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think people are going to pick up. I mean, someone's going to pick up Mark Ingram because he's a good running back, but I mean, I'll pick Kamara before I pick Ingram. Just leave him on uh, Duke Johnson in Cleveland? You know Duke Johnson. Um, I think He's up there, too. Yeah, Devonta Cleveland, Freeman. A couple of good guys. If you don't mind me saying, if you don't mind me saying, I think Cleveland offensively has too much weapons now for for Duke Johnson's. I don't even know how they're going to use Duke Johnson. I don't even want to know because you have Gordon coming back and you have Landry. Yep. And you have and you have Najoku the tight end. And you have those two big running backs, Chubb and Let me ask you this. Carlos Hyde. Do you think Cleveland is going to be a six to eight win team? But as much as I hit Cleveland, yeah, I do think they're going to win six, six to seven games. Let me pull up okay. the schedule and see and see who they play. But I do think they can win that. I mean, if you yep. don't mind, I mean, they've been pretty close in games last season. Yeah, they, they did. Just, That's a lot of people forget that. Like, they lost, like, I think, like, four or five games by less than two points. So they weren't even that far from winning a game last season. I do have an interesting question. This is a, probably a personal question. You ready? All right, Richardson. I know your first pick is going to be a running back. Okay, second round. This is a snake draft we're doing. Second round. You're going running back, receiver, or tight end? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because this is where I'm torn. Because I have predicted that I'm going to go running back receiver, right? To balance things out. I don't want to have two really good running backs and then have to draft okay receivers. Because receivers, especially within the PPR league, the receivers are going to kind of make or break your wins. Um, tight end is an interesting predicament because the last Didn't couple it? of seasons, I have not one a really good tight end there's only like five or six really good tight ends in the nfl period and we just lost one of them two of them because uh jason Witten retired obviously and uh hunter henry is out for the season for the chargers so that's not good but yeah last season i was stuck with evan ingram and i told you Man, he had such bad games when I had him, Richardson. I, I did not trust him at all. So, so what, where are you going with, Richardson? What are you thinking? What are you thinking is coming up? Because uh, I'm thinking of taking Travis Kelsey maybe in the third round. I don't know. Or Gronk in the third round. Have a good running back, receiver, and tight end. And then I'll go maybe QB fourth round. I don't know. And then I'll see where I go from there. 
A lot of people are going to try to pick Brady out there because Brady's really good. We'll see. Uh, but anyways, guys, uh, we thought you went out of time. We'd like to thank you guys for listening. We'll be right back next.